Mothers and fathers, husbands and wives, sisters and brothers, friends for life won't live in the past. All I wanna do now is making it last. It's time for another conversation. Welcome to Make It Last podcast, where it's all about helping us have better relationships, not just with ourselves, with other people. I'm Noreen Daly, and with me is Ruth Yonker. Did I pronounce that correctly, Ruth? Yes, you did. Okay, good, good. She's an author, she's a humorist, and she writes about aging. Now, that's a term that we don't hear very often, though, Ruth. What do you mean by humorist? Oh, well, <laughs> I'm well, in terms of writing and mm-hmm. in terms of the books I write, they're usually on the funny side, not slapstick funny, just. Okay humorous light easy you smile when you read it <clears throat> i don't make deep dark pronounce you know pronouncements or anything like that so it's it's easygoing humor i come from a very funny family we laugh all the, we don't laugh but i mean we make each other laugh my children make me laugh if somebody can make me laugh i'm yours forever ah, okay 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 all right well i guess it's a nice segue into what what we're going to talk about for this one is how can humor be incorporated into our daily lives yes well it was particularly during the pandemic that Mm -hmm. you know everything slowed down and we were at home which i personally like i kind of miss that part but anyway (laughs) okay Mm -hmm. yeah you know i i have the most fun at home but um and everyone was bemoaning it and it was terrible and we could all see it. And I, what I found so amazing about that was it was around the world. And that's the first time in my lifetime, something like that happened, you know? So mm. people had their masks on everywhere. Everyone had the same issues. And I began writing on social media and my Facebook and Instagram um, accounts, start paying attention to the little tiny things in your life that you never paid attention to before. I mean, we've heard this before, but now you could really do it. Pay attention to the daily miracles that you never even noticed before. For instance, really noticing that first sip of coffee, you know, or what the coffee looks like in your cup and say, oh my God, this is amazing. And it's free. And along with that, Mm -hmm. when when you're doing that kind of thing or you trip and it's like, oh, I didn't spill the milk or, oh, yay, you know, A plus or the baby slept through its nap, whatever the little things that you put on a blouse and you realize you've lost some weight or gained some weight, whichever way you want to go, you know, just start noticing those things that you don't notice. And along the way of doing that kind of thing, you can't help but laugh at yourself some of the times. And I give, this just infuriates me. Well, during the pandemic, it didn't matter anymore that getting Mm -hmm. to work on time by going on the freeway was what drove you insane every day. You weren't on that freeway. You weren't even in your car. And having a sense of humor has to be worked on. It's not, it doesn't come naturally. I mean, I think mm-hmm. the world tends to, yeah, the psyche tends to think it's more important to be down about things. And it shows you're serious. If you're, I'm constantly <laughs> getting in fights with women my age saying, it's just so awful the way they degrade getting older women, you know, or yeah, I don't feel like I'm heard. I just want to scream. I grew up in a big family. You had to yell to be heard. So I I don't know from not being heard. I will say, Mm -hmm. hey, I'm next in line or, you know, get out of the way. I will. And people think women think that's rude. It's being heard. And then you kind of have to go away to yourself and kind of laugh about smile. 
I used to say, I still say it, I have to say it to myself, all this stuff I have to say to myself. When you get up in the morning and you walk into your bathroom and you look in the mirror at your face, hmm. make yourself smile. I like that. You know? I like that. And I like that. Is that information to your brain? How, how, well, how can somebody really work on incorporating humor? Because more often than not, it is used to insult. Oh, rather oh, than to build, right there. Yeah, rather than to build relationships. So, how how can we help to change that for people? Well, first of all, I've never thought of it that way, using mm. humor to as being insulting. That's kind of those backhanded slaps. You mean yes. like, yes. oh, your haircut, amazing, and it really looks awful, or something like that. You mean? Mm -hmm. So, I think a lot of listen. A lot of this is inside work. I um I had to stop drinking 25 years ago and and I had to as an alcoholic had to my son was coming home from rehab I had to stop drinking and I got sober with the help of AA at the time and okay. they were the ones that slowed you in and say look at yourself and relax you know nothing lasts longer no mood lasts longer than seven minutes there's that kind of thing out there one time i said i'm bored and my sponsor said to me then sit and be bored for seven minutes and then go make your bed or something as mm -hmm. you're coming clear in your head or in life in general you begin to find yourself saying i don't want to make my bed today and if if you are out of the mindset of thinking it's a terrible thing i have to make my bed every day instead of Oh my God, either don't make the bed mm -hmm. or make mm -hmm. it and smile about it. But whatever mm -hmm. you do, just stop bemoaning mm -hmm. it. And it starts, it starts with yourself. Everything starts with yourself. When my children were little, I come from a big so I was used to little kids. They ended mm -hmm. up being a lot more work than I thought, but they would be standing there and you know, upset. And then I finally, and I was mad, and I finally said to them, why? And I stood above them. I did not get down at eye level. Because you're okay. the boss when you're the mother. <laughs> okay. And, okay. You know, and you mm -hmm. got to do that to yourself. But I'd say, yes. why, why is mommy mad at you? Tell mm -hmm. me, why am I mad? Well, I didn't put my shoes on. Right. That's right. So what can you do to fix that? What to keep mom? Am I making you put on your shoes for no reason? No. You know, like that. Yeah, we have to be responsible for ourselves. So I'm not sounding funny at all right now because the other thing about being funny or being a humorist, it's hard to write funny. You know, yeah. it's hard. It, it, it's for some reason being down and, mm -hmm. you know, pessimistic about everything is considered intelligent. <laughs> I go to Paris a lot. My other mm -hmm. two books are about Paris and the French love it. They, I mean, they just, you know, oh, it's the end of the world. You know how it is, it's just no good. Life is no good. And that's smart, you know, as opposed to being a blonde who smiles a lot, but I'm also really smart. <laughs> <laughs> how, how you've, you've alluded to it, but the fact that you've, you've taken this approach to life and, and just saying on a daily basis, let's, you know, not be as serious. How has that impacted your relationships? Oh, well, currently I am not in a serious relationship unless you want to count my friends, my children, my family, my animals. No, well, right across <laughs> the board, not, you know, whether romantic or otherwise, just right across the board. Well, mm -hmm. they like it, especially if 
once they've gotten used to me, if that's sort of the thing, I mean, everyone in my particular family has said once in a while, you could tone down the humor a little bit, you know, be a little more serious. Um, and you have to pick your moments and such, but I usually end up being friends or married to or with people who have the same mindset about humor that finding humor to suddenly as we're driving along in the car, one of my friends, he's just as so he's very funny, very quick, you know, driving in LA, he's driving around showing me things and he'll say something, we'll both kind of stop and laugh together, whatever it is mm -hmm. off the top of my head. So I don't think it, I think it's, I think it's a positive thing. I don't think anybody would ever say, ah, oh, Ruth, she makes me laugh too much. Nobody's saying that you have to be telling jokes all the time, but you just need to stop sometimes and just find something beautiful in the day. We're going to continue this conversation after a short break for our more partners. Mothers and fathers, husbands and wives, sisters and brothers, friends for life won't I recently have been coached by the great Miss Noreen Daly. I own a video company. I'm also an online influencer. So I do a lot of speaking virtually and in person. She was able to point out some of my weaknesses that I didn't yet notice. And I 100% recommend Miss Noreen Daly as your coach. Noreen Daly, redefining the way you communicate. Photography is an art, but more so, photography must come from the heart. Precious moments, priceless times. Take a pic and know it will turn out fine. BMC, BMC Photography JA, JA. Beautiful, beautiful moments captured. Let's go. Lango Language Institute was created to meet your language and communication needs. All of our packages were created just for you. We are passionate about language and dedicated to your success. We offer the CSEC English program, the Study Body program, the Get Ahead with English program, and the Business Communication program. Contact us at 767 285-0938 or email us at langdolanguage at gmail.com because the real question is how can we help you? Mothers and fathers Husbands and wives Sisters and brothers Friends for life won't live in the past All I wanna do now is making it last Humor. It is something that you can incorporate in your daily lives, and we're going to continue to tell you just how to do that. Welcome back. A, a, a thought just popped up in my mind, though, that somebody listening or watching this might say, if it is that I've always been seen as somebody so serious and I suddenly start to just try to just make light of things and not as serious, they might think it is that I'm just not taking life as serious anymore. What would be your response to that? Well, I think people are going to think what they're going to think. 
And you're going to have the idiots out there who go to the negative aspect of it. They never appreciate that somebody's actually changing. And I was a pretty serious kid when I was, you know, young. I mean, it wasn't. And, and like I said, it's not slapstick. I mean, when I go around the house here by myself, I'm not grinning and laughing and except for the periods of time I have to dance and stuff like that, you know, mm-hmm. and, 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 and I can get down. Of course, it's, it's, it's learned behavior. It's learned behavior and have a look at one's parents, you know, mine weren't laughers. They were, you know, 40, the 1940s and fifties. So they were, mm-hmm. kind of, you know, raising the kids, doing the thing, but my father would always bring home records of the humorists of the day, like Bob Newhart or Jonathan mm-hmm. Winters or, you know, and watch the humorous shows on TV. Right now, I'm hooked on serious psychological crime dramas from Finland. There's no laughter in that. <laughs> that's probably where I get my serious side. That's interesting. <laughs> that, 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 that's, that's, you know, like on another spectrum altogether. Yeah. But we, you, you said a lot. But if somebody's still somewhat skeptical and saying, you know, it's easy for you to say, Ruth, maybe because of where you are in your life at this age, at this stage, I just have so much to do. I, I, I'm juggling a lot. And yes, for some countries, the, the restrictions have eased. For some people still, you know, COVID is still an issue. Oh, yeah. Here too. I can't relate to what you're saying, Ruth. And I, I'm just not there yet. What is your response to somebody like that? Well, (laughs) you know, I'm 73 years old and I had to do tough love with my son when he was going through his drug addictions 20 years ago. Now he's a psychologist, but I had to throw him out of my life. I had people telling me to do it. Hmm. And um, I would say to somebody like that now, when they talk to me like that, I have so little patience for that, especially if they're grown up. And they feel sorry for themselves and they Mm. want to put the fact that they feel sorry for themselves on me because I don't feel sorry for myself or I'm happy. Do you see what I'm saying? It's like, it's like they're making themselves the victim here Mm -hmm. and it's really pull up your socks, baby, and figure it out. There must be something that you find, if if not amusing, you find pretty. There's other things for being funny looking for beauty in life really enjoying things like your food or the you know hugging your baby or your dog you know it's so it's not just all about verbally with the quick quip see so it's and that's a good thing for me to remember when i talk about it is to yeah i'm totally big on beauty in in the broadest sense you know it can come on a dark alley at night but the light's just right for a picture you know or something like that so but uh, yeah, I don't have, I, I, I personally don't have patience. It's because a lot of the people that read my book and relate to it or want to know about it or that I've talked to and all the rest of it are, they're older women like me and they're doing the whole, I feel, you know, I feel invisible now that I'm 60 or 70 or, you know, I, I'm losing my looks or what, whatever I'm, whatever their situation is, they feel sorry for themselves. I can't fix that. Can I? Can you fix that? <laughs> no, 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 no. That's Am really I as feel bad for them. No, I can't do that anymore. I've had rough enough times in my life. Everybody has, and that's another thing. 
for people that say that, you know, don't, don't be careful what you're saying to someone. You don't know how much work they have or have not put into where they are now, particularly by the True. time you're my age. <laughs> that's, that's, I, that's, I'm pulling the age card here. <laughs> yes, I, I realize, I realize, I realize. But as we're wrapping up, with all of that you said, and just to reinforce all of that you said, if you had to describe or, or put it in a three-step process in terms of how to incorporate humor into our lives, what would that three-step process be? First thing in the morning, look in the mirror and smile at your face. Really smile at it. Look at your eyes. Don't make it a fake, you know, make your eyes feel happy. That's the first thing I say. Then drink coffee, eat cupcakes, but no. And, and <laughs> yeah. Well, whatever works for people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, wear something that you think is nice. Get some exercise. I mean, another thing is get out the door and walk around the block. It doesn't matter what you weigh or what yeah, state. I used to send my elderly father when I had him for the last 12 years. I had him. We lived together for the last 12 years of his life. It was wonderful. I feel so grateful I was mm -hmm. able to see both of my parents out. But I would send him out for his walk every day. Oh, he went out like... And he was, had been a successful man. Now he was 90 and he was still, but he didn't like that walk. But I knew it would make him a better person for the rest mm -hmm. of the day. <laughs> mm -hmm. And the third is find the things that you really love that are good for you and do them. Take a nap. Don't give up cookies. You know, I mean, the things that pleasure you personally, mm -hmm. give them to yourselves. Give them to yourselves first before the husband, before the children. Take care of yourself. That way you can be good for everybody else around you. So smile at the face in the morning, get some fresh air, and then give yourself treats all day long. They don't have to be big and they don't yeah. have to cost any money other than what it costs to get your food into the house. Yeah. In my yeah. case, I'm a yeah. food person. <laughs> You're a foodie. Okay, that's an excellent note to end on. Thanks so much for sharing. Ruth. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And that's so great. I love it. I'm in California and you're in Jamaica. That's wonderful. Yes. I love yes, that. Yes. This was Make It Last podcast, where it's all about helping us to have better relationships, not just with ourselves, but with other people. I'm Noreen Daly. Until next time. Mothers and fathers, husbands and wives, sisters and brothers, friends for life won't